We begin today at the Mishnah on Daf Lamedalar Amad Beis, towards the bottom of the Yamud. There's a case where a person is obligated to pay for the actions of what his ox did, it gored and damaged. But he's potter for the damages that he himself caused. Then there's a case, Potter that he'll be Potter for paying for what his, da- what his uh, ox did, Gordon damaged, and the Chayev but he'll be Chayev for the damage that he himself caused. Kaitzat, what, what are these two cases? An ox that gores or uh, damages someone, injures someone, and, it imba- and the, the ox uh, embarrasses someone, Potter. You Potter for paying for embarrassment. The key of to pay for baishas for embarrassment is only if one person embarrasses another, not if your animal embarrasses someone. But for who should be ish, if the person himself embarrasses someone, then chayev, for this yechayev. Rashi brings the drasha from what we learned already before in the Gemara, ish ba misoy and veloy shay ba misoy, that only if two people, one embarrasses the other, not a shay. Shayday, another halacha where we see that a shay is chayev. Shayday, shesimes ein avdoy. Or actually, a shayr is potter. Let's see. Shayray shesimes ein avdoi. A shayr, an ox that blinds the eyes of a person's slave. Evet Kanani, we're talking about. The halacha when you blind Evet Kanani or you knock out a tooth or any one of the other limbs that you knock out, he goes free. But if the ox is the one that blinded his eyes or hippolashinoi or knocked out a tooth, potter. You potter for this, the Evet does not go free. But if you blinded the Eved, or you knocked out a tooth, then Chayef. Then you Chayef for this, and the Eved goes free. Person's axe that went and injured your father or mother, Chayef. So you Chayef to pay for this injury. But the person himself that injured his father or mother, Potter, will be Potter for the payment for this. Well, any, any, any payment, tsar, nezek, ripusha, whatever it is, the payment, you potter. Another halacha, shayre shehidlik es ha-gadish, a person's ox that went and lit someone else's pile of grain on fire. When was this? B'Shabbos. This happened on Shabbos. Chayv, you have to pay for the damages. But for who shehidlik es ha-gadish? A person, B'Shabbos, a person himself that went and lit someone else's pile of grain on fire, and on Shabbos he did this. Potter. will be Potter in, in both of these cases when he injured a parent or when he lit a fire and, and burned someone's pile of, 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 of grain on Shabbos. Why he Potter in both of these cases? Because in both of these cases, this person is Chayv Misa. And this is the halach of if a person is Chayv Misa, you don't have to pay for the monetary damages. We had this before in the Masechta. This is the general rule of Kamle B'dir Gemara. Tanei Rabavo Kameid Rab Yechenen. Rabavo taught the following halacha in front of Rab Yechenen, following Brisa. Call Hamakalkalim Peturin. When it comes to the union of Shabbos, the Malachis on Shabbos, any time you do any of the Malachis, but you're not doing anything in a constructive manner, but you're just ruining or destroying something, so you put it on Shabbos. Chutz Michayvul Maver. And there are two exceptions for this. One is a Chayvul when you cause the wound, or Maver when you lit a fire. Those two malachas, you will be chayev and Shabbos, even though you did it without any constructive element to it. So Rashi brings the source of this is, one is from the mitzvah of Mila. By the mitzvah of Mila, there's a special pasuk in the Torah to say that you're allowed to do the mitzvah of Mila on Shabbos. 
why do you need a special pasik? If it's just mechalkal, you're just cutting, so then it shouldn't need a special pasik that it's allowed to be done on Shabbos. So you see that a wound, which is what Mila is, it's a kind of a wound, it will, you'll, you still would have been chayev for that, if not for the fact that the Torah said that it's allowed. And another thing <coughs> is, by Avare, there's, the, there's a special pasik that says, regarding a bas koyen, that's chayev sreife, because of uh, an Aveda that she did. And the Pasuk there says that you can't give her that punishment of Sreif on Shabbos because there's a special Pasuk saying that. Again, you see that making a fire similar in the Eifin, like that Sreif, which is also a Makalkal, you're just ruining, destroying, but still on Shabbos you'll be high for it. So these two are an exception from all the Malachis. Go teach this outside, meaning we don't, don't, we don't paskin like this Braise. To say that these two malachas of chayvul and maver, that they're different, that yichayv, even if it's just makalkal, this is not a mishnah, this is not an exception, it's just like all other malachas. Now, if you're going to teach this mishnah or this b'raise here that says that chayvul and maver, you'll be chayv for them, when is that? It's only if there's some constructive element to what you're doing. If a person goes and wounds or kills an animal on Shabbos, and what is he doing it for? Because the blood of that animal could be used to feed his dog. Or Mavir, a person's making a fire, and the reason he's doing it, because he needs the ashes. So then, in such a case, it's, there's, there's, there's a masakin, it's, it's constructive, so for that you'll be chayiv on Shabbos. But Stam, if it's a case of chayvul and Mavir, where there's just a mechalkal, destroying, says Rabbi Yechen, and then, if there's no kavana to take out something positive of this, you'll be potter, just like all the other malachas of Shabbos. What, now let's see, what it's, we're bringing this here because of what we could learn out from our Mishnah. So what did we learn in our Mishnah? An ox that came and lit someone's pile of grain on Shabbos, so for that you have to pay. But for who If the person himself went and lit someone's grain on Shabbos, for that you potter. Now says the Gemara, when it says over here that the person lit someone's pile of grain on Shabbos, he's potter for this. It's saying this in the Mishnah, who, Dumye, the Shaira, that the person did this in a way similar to the way the ox does this. What does that mean? Ma Shaira, just like when an ox goes and, and lights someone's grain on Shabbos, the Lake the ox is just wild, it's going and lighting it on fire. Ashi here says that when it says in the Mishnah that you chai for this, you only chai of Chatzinezek, because it's uh, something that the, the animal is wild. Right? So the ox is doing this without any intention that it needs anything. <coughs> it's just mechalkal, just destroying, burning. So Afunami, so isn't the Pshad in the Mishnah that the person himself, that the Mishnah says that if he lit this uh, grain on Shabbos, that he'll be, that he'll be potter to pay. Why? Because he's Chayiv Misa. Nami the He doesn't need it. He's just Makalkal. And the Mishnah says he's potter of paying because he's Chayiv Misa. So this is a question on Rabbi Yechenen. And Pneishu Nidim Benafshe because he's Chayiv Misa. So how could Rabbi Yechenen say that in such a case, if you are Makalkal, you'll be potter, even by, uh, by Maver. In our Mishnah, you see this talking about Maver, lighting a fire, and Yechayev, you thought any Kavana, for, for any, uh, any Tikkun. Says the Gemara, Loi, that's not, I have to understand our Mishnah. Shairoi dumyedide. The person is doing this, when he's lighting the fire, he's lighting it with a certain Kavana, that he has something constructive that he can get out of this. He needs the, the ashes, and he's going to use the ashes or the coals for something. And then the ox that's doing this is actually doing it similar to the human being. Mahu, the kabayile, just like when the person did this, so the Mishnah is saying that Rabbi Chayv Misa for this, because he needs something out of it. Avshayre, the kabayile. 
Also, the ox, when the ox went and lit this pile of grain on fire, it's because the, the ox had some purpose that it wanted something out of this. It wasn't just stam wild and burning it. So the Gemara explains now, how is that possible? In the case of a shayr, how is this possible that, it, that it's lighting a fire and it has, it's doing it with a kavana that it needs something out of it? What we're talking about over here is with an ox which is, which is wise has enough seichel to realize, to know that it, could, that it can help itself in the following way. It has a bite on its back. And it wants to burn down. This, the, the, it needs fire. It wants to have ashes in order to use the ashes to soothe its, uh, its wound that it has. And it's going to roll in this ashes to soothe itself. So the shayr is doing it with a constructive purpose as well. That's what the case of the mission of here is. Now, obviously, the Gemara here is not trying to say that you're not going to be chayev for the damages of this shayr uh, if it does it without kavana. It's going to be chayev if it, even if it does it without any kavana to, to roll into ashes or whatever it is. But the Gemara is just saying that instead of saying that the case in our Mishnah is that when the person is doing it, he's doing it similar to the ox without any kavana. And then it's a question of Yechen, and no, it's the other way around. You could say that the ox is doing it similar to the person, that he's doing it with some kavana, that he wants to use something constructive out of it for itself. Now the Gemara explains, How do you know that this is the kavana of the ox? You're saying that the case of the mission is that the ox is doing it because it wants to roll in the ashes. How do we know that the, how do we see that this is the kavana of the ox? The answer is, the labas of the kalyah, because after it burnt down this uh, pile of grain, we see it, it goes and rolls in the ashes. So we see that it's doing it to soothe itself. We're saying that this is the case of a mission, but this is actually practical. This is something that happens. An ox could be wise enough to go and do it with this intention. Says the Gemara, in yes, there was this ox by the house of Rav Pope, that it was had a, a toothache. Ayel, uh, Ayel, or Paskel in his yaisa, it came uh, into the house and it uh, broke open the the barrel of beer, Vishasi Shikra, and it drank beer, and or and it healed itself. So it was, it was a fair, so this was an ox that was smart enough to know that the beer will heal him. So beer as well, this ox knows that if it has a wound, it wants to heal itself with, or it wants to soothe itself with his, uh, with his ashes. So now, okay, so this is the Pshat in the Mishnah here, that the Shair is doing something in Eifin that it's with Kavana. Said in front of the Could you say now that this is the Pshat and the Mishnah? That when the axe is, is damaging, it's similar to the way the person is damaging. But what's the first case of the Mishnah? It says, If the axe causes someone embarrassment, you put it to pay for that embarrassment. But for who should be ish? If the person embarrasses someone else, then you will be chayiv for this. Now, if you're saying that when the shayr embarrasses someone, it's similar to the person himself that embarrasses someone. So the question is, but how could that be? To say that just like a person that embarrasses someone else, when are you chayv if you embarrass someone else? Only if you intended to embarrass him. The Allah by Boishas is, if, you, if someone else got embarrassed of something that you did, but you didn't intend to embarrass him, then you're not chayv for that. So now you're going to say that the ox that embarrassed someone else is similar to the human being, that he also, the ox also had an intention to embarrass someone. This is certainly something that an ox doesn't have the das to understand, that he's embarrassing someone. So how can we say that it's similar to the person himself, that he's intending to embarrass someone? Mm. Okay, there's a Taisus here that actually asks the question and says that this question the Gemara is asking now 
is seemingly a question for itself, not necessarily related to what the Gemara said before, because either way, this is a question on the Mishnah. How could the Mishnah be discussing the case of this shayr that's embarrassing someone to say that you put there? If, and anyways, in order to be chay for embarrassment, you have to have a kavana, and l'chayda the shayr has no kavana for this. L'chayda, it's a question for itself. But Taisus explains why this is a continuation of the Gemara before. The Gemara answers, True, the Shari does not have an intention to embarrass. But in order to be chayif for Baishas, it doesn't have to necessarily be with the intention to embarrass. As long as you did the action with a kavana to, to damage, that's enough that you'll be chayif on the Baishas. We had this before in the Masechtet. As long as you had an intention to damage or to injure, even if you did not have mamish kavana to embarrass the other person, you're still chayif for this. So over here as well, for the Shari, the Shari had Kavana to damage, and that's what the Mishnah is teaching you, that nevertheless you'll be put there for the Baishas. This is all one shot in the Mishnah, answering for Rabbi Yechenen, that says that on Shabbos, by Maver, when you, when you set a fire on Shabbos, you're not going to be chayv unless there's a constructive element to it, there has to be a Tikkun, but if it's just Mekalkal, you're going to be put there. So he's explaining also that in our Mishnah, when it says that the person went and lit the fire, it also meant with Kavana. And the, the Shari that lit the fire was similar to the human being that also did it with a kavana to, to heal itself. But Rava Omar, Rava says another pshat, Masnisen b'shoigi. The case of our Mishnah is that the person did it without any kavana to have anything from it. He doesn't need the ashes. The, the behemoth, the shirt that lit the fire also doesn't need the ashes, but it's always, always done b'shoigi. So this is on Shabbos. Taka happened all on Shabbos, but it was done b'shoigi. But nevertheless, the Chiddush of our Mishnah is that even though it happened without kavana, not, you don't need it, it's a makalkal. And it also was b'shegig, the halacha of kamle b'derab mineh will still apply. Okay, the ton of the b'chizkiyeh, as chizkiyeh taught the following halacha. So usually we think that the union of kamle b'derab mineh is only if the person is actually chayiv misa. If he did it b'mezid. So then he'll be potter to pay. But the chiddush of chizkiyeh is that if you do an aveda, that you would or could be chayiv b'mezid, misa for that, when you do that b'shegig, You'll, you'll, there's still Kamli B'derab Mineh still applies. That's the Allah of Chizkiyah. But now here, actually, in this Gemara, according to Rashi's Pshat, the Gemara is even saying a bigger Chiddush. That even though you did it in a Eifin, not only it was B'Shegi, but you actually did it in a way that it's a Mekalkal. And if it's a Mekalkal, then even B'Mezid, you would have been Pater. But nevertheless, since the same action, if you would have had the Kavana to do it with a Tikkun, that you had something constructive, you wanted the ashes, then you would have been Chayiv Misa when you do it B'Shegig. And even without Kavana, the din of Kamli with the Rabbinah will still apply. That's Rashi's Pshat. Now what did Chizkiyah say? The Torah of the Beit Chizkiyah said as follows. The Pasik, when it talks about a, a person being Mazik, it says, Maki Adam or Maki Behemah, that if you were Maki, you, you damage, you hurt another person, or you hurt, a, you damage an animal. So we compare the two. Ma Maki Behemah, just like if, if, if a person goes and hits and kills an animal. There's no difference over here in, in, the, in what he did, whether it was an accident or intentional. He wanted damage, he didn't want. Whether this was with a downward motion or upward motion. The reason why he's bringing this is because regarding golos, when you kill someone for golos, there is a difference. But over here, there is no difference. To think that we should make a distinction that you should be potter. Either way, you're always going to be chayiv. Right? This is the halacha of Adam Mu'ad Lo'ilam. That if you damage, uh, uh, by Makkeh Behem, if you damage another person's property, whether the person did it, either way, you're always responsible for that. 
So too, when one person hits and kills another person, over here as well, there's no distinction if it was done or with intention or without to think that he should be chayiv to pay in a case where he killed and he's going to be chayiv misa. This is the Allah of Kamal So don't think that he would be chayiv mamain in a case where it happened b'shegig. So if it happened b'shegig, he's not chayiv misa. So if he's not chayiv the misa, maybe you should be chayiv to pay for mon- money for this that he killed this person. So we don't say that. Either way, he's going to be potter to pay for what he did. Why? Because he did something which is the Chiv Misa for this. And even if it happened B'Shegig, and there is no actual Chiv Misa, but the very fact that this is a kind of thing that if you would have done it amazing, you'd be Chiv Misa, the rule of Kamle B'Darabim, and it still applies that you did an Aveda, which that's much more severe, and therefore it patters you of the payment of the money for this. So therefore that's what our Mishnah is talking about over here, that uh, it's in a case of a Shegig, and therefore you'll be, uh, Kamle B'Darabim, and applies. This is Rashi's Pshat and the Gemara, but Taisvis, other Rishonim argue on this, because there's a big chiddush here, as I mentioned, that it comes out that the din of Kamle with the Rab is not only in a case of a shaygig, but even in a case where you're a makalkal, even in a case where what you're doing is not even a malacha b'chlau. Okay, so Taisa has another pshat in the Gemara. Taisa says that it didn't mean mamish inyan of makalkal, even if it's inyan of mesakin, but still, the Mishnah that brings the case of the Adam that was mazik and the shar that was mazik, even though it's not exactly the same, because by the Adam. It's being done in a way that there's a tikkun, and by the shayr, it's being done in a case which it's a makalkal, but they're similar in the sense that uh, the Adam is also doing a peshaygig, similar to a shayr that also doesn't have kavana with what he's doing. So it's similar in that sense. That's what the Gemara means according to Taisus. Amr al Rabbanan. No, totally, totally potter. There is no, there is no payment. Now we don't know. There's no payment. Kamal of the Rabbin means because he's Chayv Misa, there is no Chayv Mamun Bechlau. Amr le Rabbanan le Rave, but not Rabbanan asked Rave on this Pshat in the Mishnah, Mi Matzas Maik Misla B'Shegig. How can you say that in our Mishnah it's talking about a case where the person lit the fire, the person damaged B'Shegig? The last line of the Mishnah says that the reason why he's potter to pay for the damage that he caused is because Nidda Benafsha. Nidda means because we're going to give him Misa. So therefore he doesn't pay. But you're saying that he's not getting Misa. It's just Beshegik or maybe even just a Makalkal. So how can you say that there's Kamli Badrabim in here? Answers the Gemara, Hachi Ka'ama. This is how you have to read the Mishnah. Kivin the Bemezid Nidda Benafsha, he sins. But what he did, if he would have done it, said, he would have been chayiv misa. And the chidami the If it would have been a case that it was bemezid, and he would have done it with a tikkun that he needs the ashes, so then he would have been chayiv misa. So hashta b'shegig potter. Now, if he did this b'shegig, and according to Rashi, even if he doesn't need the ashes, he'll still be potter for coming with the rabbi. That's the chiddush of chizkia that we learn out from the halacha of Adam muid la'ilam. That there, I don't make a distinction between shegig and mezid regarding the halacha of coming with the rabbi. We also don't make a distinction between shegig and mezid. There's an ox that's chasing another ox. And he got damaged. This ox that got damaged. So one person says, the Nizik says, It was your ox that was chasing my ox that gored it and damaged it and you have to pay. 
And the mazik, the, the owner of the shayr, other shayr that was chasing, said, no, that's not what happened. When your animal, your shayr was running away, it bumped into a rock, and that's how it got damaged or died or whatever it is. So I'm not responsible for that. Says the Gemara, what's the Allah here? So you can't force the mazik to pay because you have no proof of what happened. And the rule, this is the general rule that we say always regarding Dine Mamanis. We're going to have it further in the Masech that the Gemara is going to discuss the source for this. But this is the Allah by Dine Mamanis. If there's a situation where, like here, mazik, nizik, and there's an argument if he's high of a potter, and we don't have any proof one way or another, and there's the, the nizik, is, uh, the mazik that is, is the one that's the muhsik, he has the money in his possession. The Nizik cannot take the money out of his possession unless he brings a proof. He has to bring Adam to prove that it was his share that Gordon damaged him. Now here the mission is going to bring another few cases where it's all based on the same rule. All, all kinds of cases. The same concept of If there were two oxen that were running after one. And now one of them gored and damaged or killed this ox. But now there's an argument here. One person says, it's your shard that damaged. And the other one says, no, it's your shard that damaged. So now the Nizik wants to collect money from one person. And this person says, no, it wasn't my ox. It was the other person's ox that was chasing. So they're both going to be potter because each one can push them off and say, no, it's the other person's ox. Can't, you can't, if you can't prove it, you can't be mighty moment. However, if both of these oxen belong to the same person, then Shneim Chayavim. So then you'll be Chayiv because either way, the ox belongs to the same person. So both will be Chayiv. The expression of the Mishnah is Shneihem. The Gemara will explain what that expression means. But the point of here is that it belongs to the same person. So he's going to have to pay for the damages was caused by one of his uh, oxen. Another case, Echad Gadol Echad Katan. In the case where there was uh, one shirt that was a large size and one was a small size. And one of them gored and damaged an ox. Hanizik, the Nizik comes and says, God Lizik, your larger ox is the one that caused and caused, that gored and caused this damage. And the reason why the Nizik is saying this is because we're talking over here about a case where it was a shirtam. The collection of the damage comes from the body of the animal itself. So he's saying that, there was, that the larger ox is the one that caused the damage so I can collect more. I have enough to collect my full payment of chatzinezik that I deserve. But the mazik says, no, 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 it was the small ox that caused the damage. And therefore, you can collect from this small body, which has much less, uh, much less to pay from it. Or another case, that there was one ox that he had that was a tam, and you would only have to pay half of that. And the other one is a muid, that you pay nezik shalim. The nezik says, the one, the ox that you own, which is a muid, is the one that damaged. And you have to pay me full pay. The, the, the mazik says, no, I only have to pay half because the tam was mazik. So again, the Allah in these cases is, that the nizik that wants to be mighty moment from the mazik is going to have to prove it if he wants to be mighty this moment. Another case, if there were two oxen that got uh, damaged, they were gored and they were killed, they got damaged. Echad, godl, vechad, cotton. And there were two, one was large and one was small. And also there were two oxen that came and gored and caused this damage, and there were also two of them. And one was large and one was small. So the Nizik, he wants to be able to maximize his uh, collection of the payment for this damage. So the Nizik comes and says, The larger ox is the one that Gordon killed, the larger ox of mine. So therefore... 
I'm going to be able to get more payment for the Chatzin Nezek. Again, we're talking about a Tam, where the payment comes from the, the Axtet Gord. So he wants to be able to get more. So he says, it was the God, it was your larger ax that, that killed the larger one. So therefore I can collect more from you. And the cotton is a cotton, and, this, and the smaller ox is one that Gordon killed the smaller one. So then he'll be able to collect more. But the Mazik says, like, that's not what happened. My smaller ox, Gordon, killed your larger ox, and therefore you can collect much less because it's just a smaller one. And the Godel is a cotton. It's the Godel that killed the cotton. Over there, I'll get a full payment. But from the Godel that got killed, you'll be able to get only much less. Or another case, the Gemara says, Echad Tam Echad Muid. In this case, when there was two that got uh, killed, and one, one, one that uh, the one, one that damaged was a Tam, and the one, another one that uh, damaged was a Muid. Hanizik Aimed, and Isaac says, Muid, Hizik is a Godel. The one that was the Muid, and for this I get full pay, he damaged my larger ox. So I'm going to get much more payment. And the Tam is a cotton. The Tam, which is only half pay over there, is where I'm going to get only half pay. For the cotton, for the smaller ox that uh, got damaged, for that I'm only going to get half pay. The Mazik argues and says, No, that's not the case here. The Tam is a godl. The Tam is the one that uh, Gordon killed the godl, so therefore it's for the larger ox that you're only going to get half pay. And Muad is a cotton. And for the Muad, if Muad is the one that uh, killed the cotton, and for that you're going to get full pay. So you're going to get paid much less. So the Allah is, that you have to bring a raya if you want to be mighty more from your friend. Okay, that's the Mishnah. The Mishnah here repeats the same Allah. I think it's uh, five different cases. There's a Taisus later at the end of the, uh, end of the Sugyan, Vav, that explains why the Mishnah says five different cases. Okay, let's see what it says in the Gemara. What I learned out, what I learned out of here from our Mishnah is Chalukim Olav that Sumchis's friends argue on what Sumchis said. All right, so what is it that Sumchis said? The Omar Sumchis said the following rule: Mamin Hamutl Besafik. Any time you have money, and that there's a doubt about who is the rightful owner of this money, there's an argument between two people whether this money is owed or not owed. Like what Amish is talking about, the argument between the Mazik and the Nizik, what amount of money is owed over here for the damages, or if he owes money at all for the damages, like in the first case of the Mishnah, Chalkin. In such a case, Sumchis says, so what do you do? You split the money between the two of them. And Sumchis says this, even in a case where one person has the money in his possession, he's the Muchzik, and the other person is Maitzi, wants to be Maitzi the money, doesn't matter. Still, Sumchis says, we'll divide the money between the two of them. But here in our Mishnah, it clearly says that it doesn't work that way. If the money is in one person's pocket and the other person wants to be, might see the money, the halacha is, Now just to clarify one point, Taisus explains over here that this halacha that Sumcha says, it's not in every single case. It's in a case similar to what we're learning here in our Mishnah. When you have a situation where there's a suffix, there's an automatic suffix because of the incident that happened. Imagine like if you have a car crash and if the car crash happened in such a way that it's not clear exactly who caused the accident. In such a kind of case, Sumchus will say, now if there's a doubt who's at fault for this car crash, Chalkin, we're going to split the damages over here. We're going to split the payment. You'll have to pay half of the damages. Similar over here. This is a, a fight between oxen and with, when it's not clear who damaged who and so on. In such a case, he says Chalkin. But in a case, says Taisvis, where there is no automatic suffix over here. It's a situation where one person brings up a taina, and because of his claim, that creates the entire suffix. That creates the whole dintaira. In such a case, Sumchis is not going to say chalkin. 
Chalkin is only if the case itself happened in such a ifin where it's not clear who caused the damage, then Sumcha says Chalkin. And therefore, our Mishnah is arguing what Sumcha said, that even in such a case, the one that has the money in his pocket, Allah will be He keeps his money until the other person brings a proof. Even in a case where there's two people that are saying their claims with certainty, like it sounds like what we're talking about over here, that each he's saying that it's this ox that gored, and this one is saying, no, he did not gore, he did not do it. So even in such a case, is Sumcha going to say that nevertheless, we take out half of the money and we split it? So he answered, yes, that's the case, that, that is the fact. Even in a case where the argument between both of them is with a definite arguments, definite tainus, nevertheless, the halachas is still, still going to be that according to Sumchis, halachas is going to be yachloiku, and on that, the Tana of Mishnah is coming to argue with Sumchis and say that no, and then in such a case, the halacha is, Says the Gemara, How do you know that the case of our Mishnah is that the argument is with, with certain definite tainus? Because what does it say in our Mishnah? And then when it says, he says that my that your ox scored in damage, and the other person is saying, loiki. What does loiki mean? Loiki doesn't mean maybe not. Loiki means no. I know for a fact that it wasn't my ox that gored. So you see in the language of a Mishnah, it sounds like that it's talking about body or body, two deaf, certain tainus. Ask if Lord of Pope, Sonata Pope asks on this. Medereshe, body or body. So if the Lashon that you just pointed out in the beginning of the Mishnah is talking about a case of body or body, so Seifenami, body or body. So in the cases later in the Mishnah, it's also talking about where both tainus are tainus body. If so, aim a safe. Let's see one of the cases that it says in the safe of the Mishnah. There were two oxen over here that uh, went to, to damage. One was large and one was small. <coughs> the Nizik comes and says, that it's the larger ox that uh, did the damage. And therefore, I could collect more for the Chatzin Nizik from the body of this ox. The Mazik says, no, it was my smaller ox that caused the damage, and you could collect much less. Or another case, there was a Tam and a Mu'ad. Nizik says, it's the Mu'ad that damaged, and I can collect full pay. The Mazik says, no, it's only the Tam that damaged, and I only pay you half. So what's the Allah? So the Mishnah said, that you can't collect the full damages that you want, or more damages that you want, unless you bring a Raya. That's, uh, so there, then, then the Nizik will be able to collect according to his time and what he claims happened. So now the Gemara is Medayak from this Mishnah. If the Nizik won't bring a Raya to his version of the story, he'll still be able to collect at least the amount that the Mazik is admitting that, that the damage happened. So the Mazik is admitting that the smaller ox damaged, or the Mazik is admitting that the Tam damaged. So the Mazik is admitting to something so now, before I go right to the Gemara, what is such a case usually called when you have such a situation where he's, he's demanding from him one amount of money and the mazik over here is admitting to part of it? That's usually called a maida b'miktsas. What's Allah by a maida b'miktsas? So you have to make a shvua. This is a case of, a, similarly, seemingly, this is a case of maida b'miktsas. So the question is, why over here in this case of a maida b'miktsas is, is the Mishnah saying that if the mazik did not bring a raya, or sorry, if the nizik, that is, did not bring a raya, so at least you'll be able to collect to what the mazik is admitting. Why? Why, why could you collect to what the mazik is admitting? 
Naime, shall we say, to have it to Yufte, the Rabbi Barnasen. What it says of here in our Mishnah should refute what Rabbi Barnasen said. The Oma, Rabbi Barnasen said, Tanechitim, Vahaydulay Besaidim. In a case where one person claims and comes and says, You owe me wheat. And another person comes and admits that I owe you something. But he admits that I owe you something completely different. I owe you barley. I don't owe you wheat. I never took wheat from you. In such a case, Rabbi Barnasen says, You're going to be totally potter. So over here, what the Gemara is saying is, in our Mishnah, it's a similar kind of thing. Because the Nizik is coming and saying, it was this ox that caused the damage. And I have to collect my damages from this ox, or from this Tam. And then the, the Mazik is admitting. But the Mazik is admitting to a different story. The Mazik is saying, no, 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 this ox did not do anything. It was a different ox that caused the damage. So yeah, he's being Maideh, but he's being Maideh to something completely different. And still, what does our Mishnah say? Or the Gemara was Medayik from our Mishnah, then in such a case, he would be Chayiv. So this refutes what Rabbi Barnasan said, that in a case where you try to collect one thing and the person admits to something else, you'd be totally potter. Rashi here explains, there's a big machalikas yashayim about this, why in a case of Tani, Chit, and Vahid, Lebesayran is potter. Rashi's pshat is because when you're demanding one thing and the person is admitting to something else, that means that he was Michael you, this Sa'irim. He demanded Chitim. So even if it's true, you're Maida that you owe Sa'irim. The halach is, if you're Maida that you owe something, usually you have to pay that. You're Maida. You admit that you owe it, you have to pay it. But over here, if he only demanded from you the wheat, and he did not demand from you barley, and you're Maida for barley, so you don't have to pay that barley, because he didn't demand the barley from you, he was Michael the barley from you. Okay, that's Rashi's pshat. It's a big discussion about this, but that's one pshat of here in the Gemara about this. So the Gemara says, Ella, in order to answer why this doesn't refute this halacha of Rabbi Barnasan, we can say the Ka'amar Nizik. Uh, the, um, second, where am I over here? I went, I went down a few lines. One second. Ella says the Gemara, the body v'shema. We'll we'll have to change the case of the Mishnah. Not like we thought before that we're talking about a case that the tiniest of the Mazik and the Nizik are both a body. Rather, there's a body and a Shem over here. So the Gemara explains the Ka'ama body man. Let's uh, break this down. Who's the one that's saying the definite taina? And who's the one that's saying a, a maybe taina? The Ka'ama shema man. Who's the one that's saying the shema? Ename, if you're going to say that the case over here is the Ka'ama nizik body. The nizik is coming with a definite taina. I know that it's this ox that's larger or that's the muid. That's the one that was mazik. And the Ka'ama mazik shema. And the mazik is saying, I'm not sure. Maybe it was this ox. Maybe it was a different one. It still will be the same thing. It's still a case of Tani Chitim. The, the Nizik that's demanding is demanding something very specific. He's a body. He knows for a fact. He's saying, I know that it was only this ox and not the other one. So now when you're mighty, when the, when the Mazik is mighty and he's a Shema, so the same Allah should apply like Rabbi Barnasan said, and even more so that you're a Shema, for sure you should be Potter. So that's not, uh, not going to resolve this uh, question that we had on Rabbi Barnasan. Ellis says the Gemara in the reverse case. The Ka'oma Nizik Shema, when the Nizik is demanding his payment, the Nizik says, I know that one of your oxen gored my oxen killed him, but I'm just not, I'm not sure which one. It could be the Tam, it could be the Mu'id, it might be the Mu'id, it could be your only full payment, or it could be the larger ox. He's saying Shema. And the Ka'oma Mazik body, and the Mazik answers to that, no, I know for a fact that it was the smaller one. I know for a fact that it was the Tam. So this, in such a case, this is not going to be Tone Chitim Vahidulay Besaidin. Rashi explains, because when the Nizik is demanding his payment, the Nizik himself is not sure. The Nizik is saying, maybe it's this one and maybe it's this one. That's not like Tone Chitim. Tone Chitim is you're asking for one thing and you're saying it's Dafke this. 
And the other thing you meichel, the other thing you made it did not happen. In such a case, you could say, Tani Chitin, that he claimed he asked you for one thing and you will made another thing, you'll be potter. But over here, the Nizik himself that's trying to collect his payment is trying to collect the payment from both. He's saying, I don't know, it could be from this axe, it could be from that axe. So in such a case, you'll have to, be, you'll have to pay at least what the Mazik admits to, at least that you'll have to pay. So that answers our question. Now the Gemara goes on to say, if so, if in the safe of the case over here is, that when the Nizik is demanding, his, he wants to collect, he's, he's Shemo, he's not even sure which ox gourd, and the Mazik is a body, and the Mazik is, is certain, he knows which one did it. If so, shouldn't we have to say that the Reish is a similar case? Nizik Shemo. What was the first case of our Mishnah? There's an argument, did your ox even gore my, my ox at all? The, the, the Mazik says, it wasn't my ox that did it. The, the rock, it got bumped on a rock. That's how it uh, happened. And the Nizik is saying, no, 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 it's your ox that did it. But now, according to the noob shot that we're saying, we'll have to say that in the ratio of the Mishnah, the Nizik is the Shema. The Nizik is coming and saying, I'm not sure if your ox gored my ox or not. And the, and the Mazik is saying, I know for a fact it didn't. So if you're gonna if you're gonna say that the ratio of the Mishnah is talking about such a case, the, and so are you gonna say that even in such a case, is Sumch is gonna say <coughs> that you split the money here, the itzrich la deloy? Sorry, that in such a case the the Mishnah has to come and say that the Chachamim disagree with Sumchis, that you don't split the money? What's the Gemara asking? The Gemara, the Gemara is asking over here in such a case where the Nizik is not even sure that the money is owed to him. He's coming and demanding the money with Hashem. Sumchas would never argue in such a case and say, oh, that you might see the money and you split it. Imagine there's a car accident and one person says, maybe you're at fault. And the other guy says, no, it's for sure not my fault. What, the best is going to come and say, now we split it? Of course you don't split it in such a case. Why would the Tani even have to teach me that in such a case I say, it's obvious that we're not going to be might see any moment if you only have a tiny Shema. So the Gemara explains, no, we're going to have to say as follows. Both the Reisha and the Sefer are a case of body and Shema, but who's the body and who's the Shema is not the same. Like, Sefer, in the Sefer of the Mishnah, Nizik Shema. The Nizik, which is trying to collect the money, he's the one that's the Shema. And that's why it's not a case of Tani, Chit, and Vaidle Besayrin, because he's trying to collect from either one, he's not sure. And the Mazik is the one that's the body. Reisha of the Mishnah, it's the opposite. Nizik body, the Nizik is the one that's saying, I know for a fact that it's your axe that Gordon killed my axe, and Mazik Shema. The Mazik that's, is the one that's saying maybe. And so that's the case in the Reisha of the Mishnah. And there, still, even though the one that has the money in his possession, which is the, the Mazik, he's Shema. He says, I'm not sure. You may have thought that in such a case, you're going to be might see the moment from him, because he's not even sure. The, 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 the Nizik is saying a tiny body. Right, so, Chayri, you would think the halacha should be body v'shema. This is brought up in other places. Body v'shema, body yadif. The time of body is stronger. Our Mishnah is saying that body v'shema, lav body yadif. The time of body is not stronger, even though the person that's saying a maybe taina, he doesn't even know, but nevertheless, he'll still be potter because he, ha- he, because he has the money in his possession. Your taina's body cannot be maitzi mamen. That's the pshat in our Mishnah. But the Gemara asks on this pshat, v'halidam yireisha the case of the Reisha and the Seifa is not the same. Because in the Seifa, one person is a body, and in the Reisha, the other one is the body. It's not, it's not the same case exactly. Omri, so the answer, this is still going to be the Pshara of the Mishnah. 
The fact that the two cases of the Mishnah, they're both a case of Bari Vishema, even though it's not exactly the same. In the Reisha of the Mishnah, it's the Mazik that's the one that's the Shema. And in the Sefer of the Mishnah, it's the Nizik that's the one that's the Shema. But, but still, it's considered to be like one case. Body, chad milsihi, body, body, shema, body. But if you're going to say that part of the Mishnah is a case where they're both body, and another part of the mission is where one is a body and one is an Hashema, that's two different things. So we wouldn't say that the Mishnah is so different, that the cases of the Mishnah are so different. So as long as uh, the cases of the Mishnah is similar to some extent, that there's a body and a Shema, so it's, it's, it's a good shot in the Mishnah. Marana brings uh, what Rabbi Barnosan said and goes through the other cases of the Mishnah. Gufek, to come back again to this halacha that Rabbi Barnosan said. Omer Rabbi Barnosan, someone's trying to collect wheat comes claims you owe me wheat. The other person admits, I don't owe you wheat, but I owe you barley. Potter. So in such a case, you're going to be completely potter. Because I said before, you were meichel. If you only collected, are trying to collect wheat, you're being meichel. Or other Yishayim say, you were meidah, that he doesn't owe you the barley. So when he's, when he's meidah, that he owes you barley, you're going to be potter to pay that. Says the Gemara, my kamashma. What was the chiddush of Rabbi Barnasim? Tanina. We learned this in a Mishnah. It says, Tane chitim besayrin. Potter. Same exact thing. Answers the Gemara, if it would only be that Mishnah, I would think that what it means is you potted to pay the wheat that he demanded from you because that you weren't made for. But maybe you would think you still have to pay for the barley that you admitted to. The Chiddush of Rabbi Barnasan is that you totally potter if he did not demand barley from you, he was meichalit or he was made that you don't owe that. Okay, so here now the Gemara comes back again to our Mishnah, it goes through some of the other cases that we had in our Mishnah, and it basically asks the same kind of question that I asked before. So Tanan, one of the other cases in our Mishnah, it said, If the animals that got damaged are two, and one was large and one was small, and then the Mishnah goes on to say, and there were two oxen also that gored and damaged, and also one was large and one was small, or one was a tam and one was a muid, and there's an argument between the mazik and the nizik, which one caused the damage. So again, what do we learn out from our Mishnah? Similar to the diak that the Gemara said before, that the nizik has to bring a raya if he wants to collect the full amount that he, that he says that he deserves. But ha, loy maisi raya, if the nizik does not bring a raya to his version of the story, shakal kedama mazik, you're at least going to be able to take payment as the mazik's version of the story. But the question is, am I? It's two different versions of the story over here, different oxen that gored. So it's like chitim misayden, you know. Just like by chitim misayden, one is wheat and one is barley. Over here also, it's two different versions of the story. It's this animal, it's another animal. Why are you collecting at least what the mazik admitted to? Answers the Gemara. Over here, the Gemara gives a different answer. That when it, that royal little, in such a case, you should be collecting what the mazik admitted to, but but nevertheless, you can't take in Ebraisa, we clearly learned, like, like the Mazik's version of the story, that the small ox gored the large ox, so you at least get that kind of payment. So this Ebraisa seems to be clearly saying that you do get that payment. And since the Gemara, what that Ebraisa means to say is the Tofas. That even in a case where the halacha is, and you're not going to get any payment. Or over here in this case, where it's Tani Chitin Besairin. It's two different oxen, and therefore you shouldn't really be allowed to get any payment because the mazik has a different version of the story than you. But nevertheless, if you went and grabbed on your own, in such a case, once you grab, you can keep it. If he grabbed, he grabbed the, the, the amount of payment like the, like the mazik's version of the story. 
Okay, but he went, he went and grabbed that amount. He'll at least that amount he can keep. Not Tanan, the Gemara goes back again to our Mishnah. The Gemara goes through the same exact discussion on another case of our Mishnah. If the case in our Mishnah was that one was a Tan and one was a Muid, the Nizik says it's a Muid that damaged, it's a Godel, the Muid damaged the Godel, and he'll get more payment, he'll get full payment for that. And the Tam is a cotton, the Tam the cotton. The Mazik says, No, there's a whole different story that happened. The Tam is a Godel. The time where you get half payment, it was the one that damaged the gadol. is a cotton. So if you want, the nizik wants to collect full payment like his version. He's gonna to have to bring a raya for that. But you see from again from our mishnah, if the nizik does not bring a raya to his version of the story, he will be able to take at least what the mazik's version of the story is. But the question again is, the Nizik's version and the Mazik's version are two different animals that gourd. It's like wheat and barley. So how could you collect like the Nizik's version, like, like the Mazik's version, if in such a case, what, he, what the Mazik was made for, you should be totally potter for that. So again, the Gemara says the same answer. Roy little, that's true. It should be Roy that he should be able to take, but nevertheless, the poil he can't take because it's like chitim and it says that he at least does get that payment like the Mazik's version of the story and he takes from the small, for, for the smaller acts that got damaged from the Muad and so on from the Godel from the Tam. And says the Gemara again, the Tafas, that, that, that's in a case where he grabbed on his own, so then he'll be able to keep it. But he can't, uh, he can't go and get that collection only if he grabbed it with the Yevid, we allow him to keep it. Okay, the Gemara over here, Asked this question about from our Mishnah a few times, and in the beginning, the Gemara gave one answer that it's a case of Shema and body, where the Nizik was a Shema, and now the Gemara asks the question that gives a different answer to it. Over here, it gives the answer that Be'emesitake can't collect, it's right to collect, but he can't collect. Taisus over here discusses why the Gemara gives different answers to the same question and different parts of the Mishnah. And Taisus here has a whole cheshbin to explain what, that according to this, what are the five cases of the Mishnah, why the Mishnah seems to be repeating the same thing again and again.